This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to be nation. Welcome back to another episode of Extreme Resurrection. I'm James Gruenberg alongside with Steve Riddle. And Steve, tonight we have a treat for the fans here as well as we're going to be doing a uh, a watch along of One Night Stand 2007. We made it, Steve. <laughs> yes, we did. It's our um, our second live watch here. Of course, we... Um... You and me, along with uh, our good buddy Mike Cook, we did um, December to Dismember um, in December 06. And uh, I think I can say safely that this show is definitely um, a lot better than that one. 
Yeah, yeah, it should be. And uh, it looks like it's going to be because uh, not only do they have have the ECW guys, but the ECW roster, they have the Raw roster and uh, a SmackDown roster uh, match as well here. So uh, good matches all around as we have uh, looking at this one before we hit the play button. We have John Cena versus the great Khali, Mr. Man versus Bobby Lashley. And uh, I think it's uh, it's is it Edge versus Batista or is it Undertaker versus Edge? No, it's, it's uh, Edge, Edge Batista. Edge versus Batista. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, and uh, you know we have some uh, great representation of uh, ECW here as well, mostly uh, too with three three matches as uh, Rob Van Dam will take on Randy Orton tonight in a uh, stretcher match. And then uh, the ECW originals are going to be taking on uh, not really the, some of the new breed uh, guys along with CM Punk, too. Well, he's not really a, a uh, ECW original, but, uh, you know, he has his feud with uh, Elijah Burke uh, here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I uh, got that. And then, like you said, uh, Lashley and Vince for the ECW title. So some good representation there from uh, ECW. Yep, yeah. Uh, they, got, they got more... Uh, more time than they had um, in, like, the uh, WWE, like, you know, the um, other pay-per-views, like, where it was just Judgment Day had um, just uh, CM Punk and uh, Elijah Burke representing there, too. So, uh, with that in mind, we are going to uh, count down from three, two, one, and we will hit play. So, in three, two, one, play. We get our uh, opening here tonight. It is tonight, the one and only. Oh. Always love the uh, overly dramatic uh, narration here for these uh, some of these for these pay per views. The only rules you have extreme rules. We got Cena and Kali will be uh, in a false count anywhere match. Oh yeah, that's what it is. I thought they had the uh, last man standing match uh, here, but uh, it's the one night's false count anywhere. And there you see Durag Vince and Bobby Lashley as they are uh, getting ready for their uh, street fight here. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like I said, Edge and Batista will be in a uh, in a steel cage. Yep, yeah, I'm a little bit behind you, but uh, I get it. Okay. So, yeah, we got three uh, three good matches here. Uh, steel cage, street fight, and uh, um, false count anywhere. Also, we have, like, the stretcher match and the tables match, too, so... When they really went uh, one night stand in extreme rules, you know, they got everybody in a uh, stipulation kind of match here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we do. There's a couple of other matches here that they that they didn't talk about that have uh, that have steps on them as well, which we'll obviously uh, we'll get to uh, when we get to the matches. Raw, SmackDown, ECW present WWE one night stand. This is the first the one night stand that is not just ECW one night stand. It's WWE one night stand as well. No longer are we in the Hammerstein ballroom. Um, trying to think actually where we are. We'll get there. 
I, I have it um, pulled up here. We are in the Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, well, you know, an interesting uh, spot for ECW. I didn't know that Jacksonville was a really good like hot spot for wrestling at the time. Yeah, well, if um, if you listen to our uh, our pals over on uh, North South, uh, North South Connection with Extreme Three Way Dance, um, a lot of shows that they talk about the ECW did throughout their mid nineties. There, they did a lot of shows in Florida. I think one of their like uh-huh. first one of their first pay per views, like I think Hardcore Heaven ninety seven may have been in uh, was in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. So uh, we have Jerry Lawler and uh, King. We have Taz and Joey Styles. I forget, was it JBL and uh, Michael Cole, I think it was, uh, were doing uh, SmackDown at the time? Yes, uh, yes, it is uh, Cole and uh, JBL, who I think we're about to get in a show. Yep, there they are. You got this old couple uh, behind Joey Styles and Taz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is Florida, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. Gotcha. Tonight it is extreme, as Michael Cole says. Yeah, it looks like we All are. Uh, is a stretcher match. Yep. Yep. I was about to say kicking off with the stretcher match. Uh huh. Like you said, the finish line is right there. Here comes Randy Orton. The last uh, stretcher match until this point was between. Brock Lesnar and the Big Show at Judgment Day 03, which can be found on, um, which was just covered, um, you know, on uh, the Ruthlessly Aggressive podcast on the North-South Connection, hosted by yours truly, Jacob Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a uh, that's a good that was a good match too, and a kind of unique finish with uh, Lesnar having to put Big Show on the forklift to uh, to get him to get him across the line since Big Show was too big for the stretcher. Yeah, and while the the Judgment Day 03 pay-per-view is kind of bad for the matches it produces, uh, that main event was really, really good. Uh, It helped save the show a little bit here. Gosh, 2007 Randy Orton, my gosh, only three years. Actually, no, he's like five years in. Yep, five years in, he he has a World Heavyweight Championship around his uh, Wasting 04 at SummerSlam. And, you know, he he's just taking the world by storm. He has that face that you just want to, like, punch. Like, I always want to just be like, I hate you, Randy. Like, I hate you. You're just a cocky, arrogant prick. Mm-hmm. And this was, I mean, right now, he was starting to really kind of, we were kind of starting to see the early stages of um, of what we know as, as the Viper, the Apex Predator, because... We're seeing mm-hmm. the uh, the build up here. You know, we saw what he did to uh, to Shawn Michaels back at uh, Judgment Day, and now what he's done here to uh, to RVD. And it's something I think um, Orton needed because if you remember around this time, he wasn't he wasn't in a good spot, at least in terms of uh, backstage. I think uh, if you remember back in April when they were overseas in England, he got sent home because he like caused I think it was like fifty thousand dollars in damages to his hotel. So I rem- I remember at least the big um, scuttlebutt around the internet was that uh they were going to release him after backlash he was going to take the he was going to take the pin in the uh in that four-way it was him edge uh sean and cena he was going to take the pin and then he was going to get that go and um, my god I, I don't remember that i just remember that he failed the drug test back in the six when they were cracking down after uh eddie and uh you know i know that he's had a lot of um 
he had a lot of problems uh, with drugs and like with like, um, you know, just like his character and attitude and stuff, too. So a lot of growing up, Randy Orton had to do. And thank God he did it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think they ever were going to let him go because they didn't want to risk him going straight to TNA. So mm-hmm. they also didn't want that. And uh, we should actually make an interesting uh, note here. Um this is going to be the last time, at least in terms of our podcast, that we're going to be, that we're going to talk about Rob Van Dam. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he. I was um, going to mention that too. Yep, this is the yeah, last he, time that Rob Van Dam we are going to we are going to see here. Uh, I was actually going to. I don't. It, it doesn't matter. I was going to mention at the end of the thing. It's like this is the last time that we are going to see uh, Rob Van Dam uh, here tonight. He was burnt out, and uh, he did not want to. Uh, get his contract renewed. I remember actually when he came back in 2007, he came back at the raw 15th anniversary show in Bridgeport, Connecticut, because at the time Santino Morella was still intercontinental champion, I believe. And he said, I challenge any former intercontinental champion. I tell you, Steve, I was, I was the first one chanting it. I was like, RVD. RVD and all of a sudden here down boom one of a kind I was like oh my gosh I did not expect Rob Van Dam to actually come out I was just kidding but he did come out my friend was like you called it Grody <laughs> yeah and um well and, and just real quick I know um, you mentioned about how he was burned out and everything but apparently if I'm also remember reading his wife was really sick at the time as well so he wanted to obviously be with her um mm. To take care of her so but then like you said yeah he was at the 15th uh anniversary of raw and he would also be at the uh 2009 royal rumble as a uh, surprise entrance and then um and then after that we would see him on wwe tv again until money in the bank 2013 so yeah uh, so a long gap there and you know what a what a fall in a, just a year because think about where he was a year ago at One Night Santos 6, you know, he was, he had just beat John Cena for the WWE title. He was on top of the world as the, uh, you know, he's going to be the top star of ECW. And now, you know, here one year later, he's on his way out the door. Yeah, like, really, I don't think they had to pinch him that hard on the marijuana th- thing. I mean, did you really have to punish him that badly? I don't know. Like, I, I think they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have punished him if he not gotten if he had not gotten pulled over and arrested. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, oh, it's just that like, he had to get pulled over and arrested. You know, like it just sucks. But here we have uh, RVD dominating. Oh, we got that uh, that like heel drop on the neck. It looks like or the nose. It looks like it hit Randy Orton there. Rob Van Dam always good on his feet. You know, Van Dam is taking control of uh, Orton here. Mm-hmm. Weird seeing yeah. this uh, older, or- this uh, younger Orton without the uh, the tattoos all over his arms. <laughs> yep, yeah. Rob Van Dam here, uh, looking to uh, end things quickly. You know, he's always good on his feet. Ooh, Randy Orton has got to learn to, you know, uh, watch out for Rob Van Dam's footwork here. Yeah, well, or, well, RVD caught him there right at the very beginning. He was doing the thumbs with the RV, then he caught him with the kick, and uh, you know, stunned him right there. So, Orton's selling, Orton's selling those those kicks really good. He's he looks like he's got the glazed eyes. Yeah, ooh, yep. Yeah, looks like uh, Randy Orton's uh, getting knocked out, like uh, he did the RVD and Shawn Michaels here. Yeah, kind of interesting. Um, 
Do we have JR and Col- uh, King Kong in this match and not uh, Joey and Taz? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess they did because Randy Orton's on Raw. And, um, you know, I guess they had to make like a coin flip here, probably. Oh, they are. They could have done like a mix of the two. Oh, yeah, I like, have like Jim Ross and Joey Styles just call the match instead. Yeah. The two play by play guys. I mean, or. Or maybe like JR and Taz. That would have been. That would have been. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. Is the head uh, commentator the play-by-play, or is he the color commentator? It's always the play-by-play. Okay, because when Jim Ross and Michael Cole get together for they do um when they do it, I I don't like it because I don't like Michael Cole being uh, Jr. sidekick. You know, as we'll see in the invasion uh, a couple of times uh, in the invasion angle. Uh, when Paul Heyman's backstage and Michael Cole's on commentary, I'll I dislike that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because uh, Jr. and Cole do uh, do the invasion pay per view. Yeah. Oh, Randy Orton going for the RKO, but he gets uh, stepped uh, kicked uh, countered. <laughs> Step kicked countered. And damn, looking up, is he looking for the five star? He looks oh. like it. Oh, gee, what was that? What? <laughs> I don't that know was if that like, was planned or did he really spread? No, I think that was planned. I think he's against because um because at one point uh Orton caught him with like a forearm to the head and he started doing you know the the glaze RVD started doing the glazed eye so it looks like he's feeling it again. So I think that was intentional. Yeah, hopefully it looks like I don't know like Robin and Dam's doing a good job of selling this concussion thing. Like hopefully he's not really hurt. I don't think he really was, was he? Oh, he just knocked I, over I, that I, fan right there. Right, <laughs> that fan just got like that fan sold it too. It was like, oh snap! <laughs> and damn, he really, his, he didn't lose his tray there. So good, good on him. Yeah, Van Dam, uh, you know, getting hit in the jaw, neck area, the Adam's apple almost. Gets him back in the ring. Why not just put him on the uh, stretcher and get it going, Orton? Who wants to punish him? Oh, nice oh. standing drop kick. Randy Orton had probably one of the uh, one of the top five best drop kicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone said was... hardcore. Or everyone said hardcore Holly had the best drop kick. Well, he's got a. He does have a really good drop kick. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton is just stalking RVD. Now he's the. I believe this is around here where he started incorporating the uh, the Garvin stomp into his arsenal. Um, well, Rob Van Dam wanted this matchup here. It was concussion or no concussion? As we saw on last uh, the last ECW when um, Randy Orton took out Tommy Dreamer as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, knee to the head. Gosh, look at these kids in like the front row, you know. Wonder like they wonder how much their parents must must have loved them, right? Because <laughs> we're we're still kind of, uh, I mean, we're still about a year away from them going like full on PG. So, oh yeah, that wouldn't be until 08. 
Yeah. So still had a little bit of uh, some hardcore uh, here. But I, mean, but I don't think they were really, I don't know if they were bleeding that much or not. You know, maybe they toned down the blood here. But we'll see how much uh, blood we get uh, in this uh, pay-per-view here tonight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Gosh, Randy Orton is such a dick here. And Van Damme's like, where am I? <laughs> Feels like Van Dam is getting like jobbed out here. I mean, I know it's like a match to match, you know, it's not like they're shortening, but like they're making Van Dam look weak. I mean, I don't know if this was because he was uh leaving or not, but uh seems like uh they're kind of doing Van Dam wrong. But it's good that he put it's like you know, he's obviously not gonna win on his night out, you know, like he's putting Randy Orton over here, so mm-hmm. Oof, I always oh, love when he does like, that move. That backwards, like, slam. Yeah, that, like, backbreaker into the nightbreaker. Yeah, yeah. Now he's rolling over uh, Rob Van Dam over to the stretcher. Oh, and oh, there it goes. Oh, yeah, he falls over it. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Randam getting that kick in. Uh, he's near the security rail. Oh, that's got to hurt. Now Randy Orton, both men are down now. Did Orton always have his uh, name on the back of his tights? I think so. Even in um, even in uh, when he debuted in O two, and he had like those uh, those like blue t- those blue like blue tights. I think he had his uh-huh. name on the pack there as well. Yeah. Now Van Dam's looking to uh, finish Warren uh, over here, He's putting him out. Oh, gee. Rainy Orton looks uh, dazed and confused here as well. What's he going for? Spinning heel kick. Oh, yeah. It's... Oh, spinning oh. leg drop. <sighs> and it tips over again. Uh, I just did um, an episode of JT and Ryan's Excellent Adventure that is uh, coming out soon. I think it'll drop in like a week or so. Um, we did the first confidential episode because it was like a um, episode. It was like um, they're doing a series of firsts. So I picked the first confidential episode, which goes with uh, Logan, who picked uh, the first Velocity episode. So the first Velocity episode um aired and then the first confidential episode aired right after it they did um a coverage on rob van dam's airbrush artist um like (laughs) this guy who does like rob van dam's like paintwork on his uh wrestling gear Mm. and he did a lot of cool colors like all of his like uh 
you know, like things, you know, they showed like all of his body, all of his like artwork and like, it is cool. Like what they did with them. I think he's signaling for the uh, Rolling Thunder here. I always like the Rolling Thunder. Oh, oh boy. Nice counter. What a counter. <laughs> that, I I was expecting him to do an RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> I thought so too, but yeah, no kind of no, man, yeah, goes back into that, like, one move, Rob? Come on. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this superstar Billy Graham guy in the front row one time as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen that guy somewhere else. <laughs> now trying to look like he's trying to suplex some over the top onto the stretcher, maybe. Well, that's going to hurt, but let's see what Rob Van Dam does here. Both punches. Oh, oh he's his. Oh, I know it's still. Oh, nope, he's down. Yeah, Rob Van Dam is uh, back. He's uh, conscious and uh, look, looking around, too, getting that stretcher on top of this game. I still can't believe this is Rob Van Dam's last matchup here <laughs> in WWE, his first run. Yeah. Can't believe they just gave up on him after that. Um, that um, the pullover stop, you know. Yeah, but I mean, what's he going here? Oh, He's oh, going oh. airport. Oh no! Jeez. Oh, Sorry. Wow. <laughs> that was a somersault. Well, like where it was the door already move over? Yeah, like it looked like Orton was even on the thing, you know. But but Van Dam couldn't have even seen it because. We don't even know when Orin moves. Yeah, and I think I think he was supposed to land on the stretcher, but he uh, he oh, completely he completely shot it. Oh, well, Orin kind of pushed it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say him kind of moved too, right as uh, Orin was getting off of it. Yeah. So <laughs> like Randy Orin's going for the other stretcher here. Amazing leap. That was an amazing leap. Um, you know, I've been reading um, some articles too. It looks like WWE, WWE at this point has given up on uh, Matt Riddle as well. You know, with the failed drug test um, and him getting suspended, but also um, like his, like I guess like the bad publicity that Riddle has gotten outside of the ring is kind of costing him. Yeah, it's a shame because he was. You know, he he and Orton were so good as a RK bro, but then after Orton got hurt, it's just like, it's just like uh, Riddle just kind of uh, fell by the wayside. He had that good feud with with Rollins, but then after that, like you said, he you know got taken off TV, and now he just seems to kind of just be floating aimlessly from just, almost like yeah. he's trying to find a new uh, a, a new partner new almost hold. to, to yeah, replace yeah. Orton. Yeah, it's like a fresh coat of paint, as they say, <laughs> or a fresh yeah. paint of coats. <laughs> Yeah, so now uh, Van Dam uh, trying to fight out of it. You know, you do, your partner, your opponent at this uh, matchup doesn't even have to be. Well, now they are like unconscious too, but you just have to get it over. And oh, jeez, dang, 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 RVD wins. You know, I can't believe it. I thought Orton well, went over, but uh, 
they give Rob Van Dam the win here. So your winner is Rob Van Dam. I give this, um, I'll go two and three quarters. Uh, I would give it three. It was a good, good little match. There's some, uh, Orton again, that the high, the, the spot was def- the spot of the match was definitely that, uh, that spill onto the floor by RVD. Yeah, or that rolling thunder uh, counter, too. That was a good Into one. Yeah, we see Randy Orton coming back, who he's not happy that he lost. Now he's looking. He's like, oh, you're in trouble now. Oh, he's mad. Orton was definitely not expecting to lose. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't think a lot of people probably were expecting him to lose. No. I mean, it really depends on if uh, how many people knew about uh, Randy, uh, Rob Van Dam leaving. Oh, boy. What the? Oh, there's the oh. punt. Oh, shit. Boy, this guy's <laughs> night gets worse. Just laid around those fans. Where is security? <laughs> like, come on. This guy's having a bad night. Oh, jeez. Yeah, someone definitely needs to get Van Dam. Like, look at the security guard. He's just standing there. Sir, um, help the poor lad. He just spilled his beer again. <laughs> Van Dam's like, how long do I have to lay here for? I want to <laughs> go home. Come on, Rob. What is he doing now? Oh, boy, he's going to push him back. Oh, no. Is he going to do it again? No. No, I think no, I think he's going to do something even worse. Oh, boy. Is this the DDT? Oh, it looks like he's going to do the DDT. Ooh, shoot. That's like he's like, um, he's in trouble. Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> he spiked them, too. I didn't know at the time that this was Rob Van Dam's match. I remember, um, I remember when this came out on pay per view. Um, it was like, I don't think was it Memorial Day weekend. Like, when was uh, when was this pay per view exactly? Uh, this was June third, so it was the it was the Sunday. A- it was the the weekend after Memorial Day. June third, right after Memorial Day. Okay, yeah. I was like, I don't think it was late May, um, but I remember like when this pay per view was uh, coming about, and uh, I didn't know that this was the end of uh, Rob Van Dam right here. I just thought he was just injured, and he's like, he'll be back. It's like, no, he's not coming back. It's like, what? Well, you could figure because I mean they did the same thing with Sean the previous month, and you figured it would just be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean doesn't come back until uh, I believe October. Or is it September? Yeah. No, no because in September, think... yeah, because in September, uh, it's uh, Orin Orin uh, Cena has to forfeit the title, so then it's Orin, and then they have their um, Triple H wins, and then Orton uh, gets it back at the end of the night. But that was Unforgiven mm-hmm. or No Mercy. I do not remember. That was, um, I think that was No Mercy because Triple H, um, okay. yeah, Triple H actually fought three times that night. He 
He beat yes. Orton for the title at the start. Then he had his like scheduled match with Umaga, um, mm-hmm. which became a title match. And then he and Orton had the because Orton and Cena were supposed to have a last man standing match yes. at No Mercy, but that was when. Uh, but the Cena week before was when Cena, yeah, Cena tore his pec. Ah. Uh. So Van Dam is uh, getting stretchered out here. Don't look at Randy Orton. He is just like, yeah, I know what I did, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah, yeah he's he's like, yeah, he, RVD may have won the match, but I'm the one leaving on my own accord while he's being wheeled down on an actual stretcher. Another thing that got Rob Van Dam, not in hot water, but like just, um, you know, um, like eyes rollers, that he did not want to go to a tribute to the troops with um, – WWE in Baghdad in 06, he wanted to go home and like, you know, Vince doesn't take that lightly. He's like, come on, you guys should like all be wanting to go. And Van Dam was like, nope, I'm just going to stay, stay here. Mm. Tonight we end Bobby Lashley. We got Shane McMahon, Shane O'Mac, Yellow and Black here. No do-rag for Vince, unfortunately. No, last, his hair has come in full strength. Now he says he's got a plan. Wants to share something with uh, Shane. He's got an annoying feeling. Gonna happen to me. Oh, and sure enough, something bad would happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of things bad happen to Mr. McMahon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah this is going to be a uh a rough month with some of the stuff because everyone knows you know what happens this month so oh yeah small bulldozer maga so they're still using like the uh you know vince is still using his resource of shane new maga here an inkling feeling Following contest is a six-man tables match. Uh, so they got the ECW, uh, you know, uh, talent out here uh, early, you know. Kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't want to go with somebody else. You know, they went with the first, got the ECW guys out early. You think that's like the, do you think that is uh, good? Or is that like, uh, we really don't care about the ECW guys? No, I think it was good. I mean, RVD, you know, even though he was clearly the push at this point, he was still he was still over. So yeah, but so I guess being like the curtain jerker, it was like yeah, I'm already. Oh, I thought opening match. Here comes the fans. <laughs> Those poor kids just got a just yeah, got doused with beer. Yeah, I think they knew it was gonna happen. It's like yes, mommy, the same man spit his beer on me. And we got our we got our first uh, blood of the night. Sandman busts himself open with the beer can, uh, like he always does. Oh, now he's gonna drink another one. Yeah. Here comes Tommy. Tommy looks good here than he did against the uh, Great Collie. He looks a little bit bigger here, though. Like his, you can see like his stomach sort of like s- stands out a little bit. Tommy does not look like he was in. I mean, well, he was in good shape a lot of times. So like here, he looks a little bit like out of shape, but 
we've known from time to time that he can still uh, go here for Tommy. Yeah, it's not too bad here. We can obviously get worse. It get worse down the line. Yeah, like it's almost like with Raven now. If you look at Raven now, it's like, oh, geez, Raven's gotten bad. So it's just incredible, too. I went to GCW uh, in Hartford and just incredible, terrible. <laughs> well, I wonder how, um, and we're talking real time. I don't know if, I don't know if you saw, but um, speaking of RVD, he, he showed up at uh, Dynamite last night. Um, oh, yeah. He's going to be at. Uh, I think the, I think he's challenging Jack Perry for the FTW title. So yeah, I don't know how he. I didn't watch it, so I don't know how he looked. But I'm, I don't know how 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 he, how he's looking. I heard he can still go. Like you know, he's still like he. They they gave him like the you still got it chance. So here we have. Um, oh yeah, all three new breeds coming out together. Look at Corvon here. You know, coming off his uh, TNA run as Monty Brown. You got Elijah Burke. You know. Striker, I thought, had something for a little bit, and then they just, like, downgraded him. Mm-hmm. Like, especially that one, like, ankle lock challenge with uh, Kurt here, and it looked like Striker was going to uh, win, you know? And it was like, oh, man, is this the guy? It's like, nope, it's not. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, CM Punk, you know? Not being CM Punk uh, in his... Uh, not his prime, but, uh, you know, he's, he's still uh, getting there, basically. But, uh, you know, we know that he can go in the ring. Corvon looks absolutely jacked. And Elijah Burke does put on a good performance here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cor- Corvon is looking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they make you do tagging here if it's a tag team tables match. I did that on... Uh, a SmackDown episode of uh, during the invasion time where it's the Hardys and the Dudley boys in a tag team tables match. And you have to tag in and out. I don't understand that. If it's people are going through tables, and there are no disqualifications. Right. Yeah. Just, just make it tornado style and just yeah. make, it a, make it a wild brawl. I mean, it's going to like turn into that eventually. Cause obviously the referee is going to break loose here. Mm-hmm. Dreamer not backing down from Corvan, but uh, he gets distracted. Now Corvan goes to work. Ooh, nice ooh. double underhook suplex. Double underhook. I mean, you know, everyone was trying to be like, not Goldberg, but like Goldberg lookalikes here. And Corvan, like, you know, the way his tights are, the way, like, you know, he's jacked up here. He's looking like uh, Goldberg lookalike. Mm-hmm. But not with the black spandex, at least. <laughs> well, Elijah at this point, you figured he was, you know, he was probably, you know, still in line for something as like one of the top heels of the on the um, brand. Yeah. Elijah Burke uh, missing oh, the new bulldog. bulldog. Oh, here comes Sam, man. Here comes trouble. Oh, a flapjack. Birching's say, well, let's see what Stryker can do. Oh, oh, nice hip toss there. And oh, here comes CM Punk.
Ooh, another running, running knee and the bulldog there. Ooh. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was a little too. Uh, what a. What a snafu there. That like overdid it, man. Yeah. Oh, good double team. Little shades of uh, demolition there. Mm-hmm. Oh, they going doubly. We got doubly boys here. Get <laughs> the tables. Get the tables. Oh. I really wish the Dudley Boys would have came back or not have gotten released in 05 and held on uh, to 06. But I feel like Bubba would have been that guy that doesn't want to do ECW again, you know? Yeah. Nice uh, suicide dive there by Punk. Yep. Bubba, I think, would have been um, one of those, like, no, let's just bury it. It doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. Sam and trying to use the cane, but uh, Punk coming off. Oh, flying elbow. Oh, Striker's in trouble. Hello. He's trying to plead him off. <laughs> he thinks he got oh, away from think- it. <laughs> oh. I don't even think that was that hard. No, he, he ta- love tapped him with that one. Well, tapped him, yeah. Table over there is a little flat. And of course, yes, yeah, someone's going through a table. Now it's uh, no tagging. <laughs> Missed the table there, pull it out of the way. Now it looks like the new breed's got the upper hand. That uh the that the legs of that table are broken off, so they're gonna oh, need yeah. to uh yeah, yeah, Burke's got the right idea of getting a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corvon looks like he should have had some. We'll see if he gets uh, some ECW title shots uh, here as well mm-hmm. as the weeks uh, go by. Because, you know, again, we're on a. Uh, after this is the draft, so we'll see where everybody ends oh. up. Nice power slam by the Alpha Male. Oh, oh nice oh. move by Burke. Gosh. You've. Forgot how good these guys were, you know. Like for trying to make new talent here, uh, Burke and Corvan. Like they had like the possibilities. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, both guys could could work. Both guys could talk. Both guys had charisma. But again, well, I mean, um, I think Corvan asked for his uh, release, or like, uh, yeah, he asked for his release because he had personal issues uh, with his like family and all. But like, what could have been, and then. Elijah Burke just kind of fell off, you know, like it feels like that, but we'll see yeah. what happens. Forget how everything ends. Oh, oh, Dreamer saving Punk there. Yep. Double clothesline. And now the originals are back on top. Striker oh. going in there. Oh, is this the Rolling Rock? No. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Damn, man, just got tossed. Oh, nice down spine buster by Dreamer. Down spine buster. Oh, wow. Oh. Nice nice and secure there by Punk. Yeah. Now Corvan's in the ring now. 
power bomb. See if he goes for that um, body breaker here. He's he's looked the best so far in this match. Uh huh. Would you say him and Pug, or is it like him and Burke, or is he just a loner here? I would say I'd actually say uh, I'd say Corvan even more than Punk or Burke. Okay. I would too. Punk's gotten his like offense in, but uh, Corvan is just like laying out everybody. Let's mm-hmm. see what happens here. What does Corvan want to do? Gonna go for an elbow. Just gonna go for a splash. No. <gasps> oh. Yeah, Sammy is not soft on those those shots. Nope. Oh. oh. Gosh, that's gotta oh that's gotta hurt. Oh boy, what is going Pile on driver. here? Pile no way. I thought that would have been oh gee, I thought that would have been banned by now. Like nobody could have done the pile driver. Uh-oh. Surprise. Oh boy, what is gonna happen? No. Super punch. Oh ding ding ding. Is it over? It is. I'll go. Put me down for two and a half here. I'll go two and a half. Yeah, I agree. Two and a half. That was a decent, decent little uh, sprint there by those guys. And again, uh-huh. they keep uh, they keep Corvon strong. He's he's the only one that doesn't go through the table. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least I mean, you would have thought they would have kept. Uh, they would have just done it to Stryker, like, to keep uh, Burke. But uh, I don't think it really uh, affects – I don't know if it is going to affect Burke. But, uh, you know, he could have just done Stryker there as well, like, just had Stryker go through. But all in all, really good matchup here and a uh, good win for the uh, originals. Yeah, and, and Punk needed the – obviously, Punk needed the win because we'll, we'll obviously see what happens with him mm-hmm. over this ne- over this next month. Yeah. Oh, that's gotta have to hurt. I don't know if I told. Oh yeah, it's great uh, suplex here. I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, so my mom's friend from uh, her high school days, uh, she is Captain Lou Albano's like distant niece or something. Like she's related to Captain Lou Albano. She went to mm-hmm. um, she went to his birthday party, like his 80th birthday. And she left that night, and Sandman ended up getting arrested at Captain Lou Albano's 80th birthday. And it was on the news, too. <laughs> I don't know why, why Sandman would have been at uh, Captain Lou Albano's wet, uh, birthday of all places. Birthday party, yeah. I mean, I guess it was a free frog. It was like, oh, booze and beer, booze and food, I'll be there. <laughs> but yeah, that got actually like news headlines. Uh, my mom's friend was like, James, I, was, I don't know if you know the same man, but he got arrested at uh, <laughs> oh, Captain Lou's birthday party. <laughs> Here you see uh, a rated RKO reunion. Yeah, pleading his case that he uh, ended Shawn Michaels' career and Rob Van Dam's career. So he says he's going to go after Edge in the world title if he gets drafted to uh, SmackDown. Mm. 
forgot the world. Was the world title on Raw here? Yeah. No, world title was on SmackDown because Edge uh, is the okay. champion. Gotcha. Orton's on Raw. So he's looking to get drafted or traded to SmackDown so he can go out there, Edge. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Got Jim Ross and. Uh, it's like, like Stone Cold with his uh, soda on the back behind him. Yeah, it's like Stone Cold over there. <laughs> Stone Cold over there with hair, actually <laughs> bigger. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What is he doing? I don't know. Look at me on my TV. I don't know what he has in his hand, but I think it's a poster. Okay. Oh, I thought he was going to pick his nose there for a minute. <laughs> I don't know. I think I did add something there. <laughs> yeah, the World Tag Team Championship. Okay. In a ladder match. Oh, it's the ladder match. Oh, I think this is the Hardy Boys versus uh, World's Garrison Tag Cade team. and Lance. Oh, really? Oh, I thought this was Garrison Cade versus uh, Garrison Cade and uh, no, Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. Garrett's the game. What the fudge? That was his whole name. <laughs> yeah. No, they fought. Uh, well, they fought. They fought Cade and Murdoch back at uh, Backlash and at Judgment Day. That's um, And they faced the. And I think they'll face him again at uh, Night of Champions. But yeah, they get a uh, world's greatest here. Oh, uh, okay. Because I kind of remember. Um, I believe it was the. Um, it's Hardcore Holly and Cody Rhodes beat them at the Raw 15th anniversary show. They beat Cade uh, and uh, Murdoch, actually. Yeah, I'm this not is, mistaken. Yeah, these are my interesting, uh, interesting outfits here for the Hardys. Uh, they were going all emo. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, uh, it was the night after SummerSlam when uh, Jeff Hardy came back, and that was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy looking to uh, get back into AEW, but those doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon because they're in Canada and Jeff Hardy cannot go to Canada. Hmm. That's what alcohol and breaking the law does to you, kids. It gets you banned from other countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said Shelton Benjamin's outfit here. Looks like he is going like boy band retro. <laughs> I forgot that Charlie Haas was a, was around this long. Yeah, well, I think uh, well he had gotten well. I think he got released in '05. Yes, he did. As part of like that big mass cut in uh, July, but uh-huh. then he came back. But then he came back in the spring of '06, and yeah. And now, and I think they've they've only been back together. I think since like the start of the year. Was it in '06 when they did the Viscera, Lillian Garcia, Charlie Haas angle? Yes, it was. That's what it was. Yeah, and then Viscera ends up leaving with the Godfather's hose. I think that was that night of champions <laughs> uh, or a Vengeance '06. It might have been that. I forget, but uh, I remember I that so, one. Yeah. Yep, because yeah. they covered that on Wrestling Chicken Salad uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. You can also find the Place to Be Nation Wrestling Network. Yo, look, this is kind of a uh, you know low key dream match. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you get the Hardy Boys and then, you know, World's Greatest Tag Team. World's Greatest Tag Team, uh, you know, was with Los versus like Los Guerreros and uh, Edge and Rey Mysterio and all those guys, uh, too. So this must be a huge uh, dream match to have uh, if you're Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin to be going up against the Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this little uh, tag run, like tag run here, the Hardys had in like the spring of '07 was, uh, I think, kind of you, you don't think about it as much in their uh, in their history, but it's been a hell of they had a hell of a run so far. No, because didn't they beat Shawn Michaels and John Cena for the tag team titles? Actually, was it? It was. Them? I think it was like a. It was a. Well, it was a. I think what happened was Cena and Michaels got put in a battle royal with like nine other teams, which they uh-huh. won. And then they yes. had to do another battle royal with nine more teams. Uh-huh. And during the match, um, and during the match, um, Sean eliminated Cena to get them out. And then it came down to uh, it came down to the Hardys and Kane and Murdoch, and that's how the oh, Hardys okay. won, the, won the titles, and that led to the feud with the uh, with them. Gotcha. <laughs> Good fake out there by the Hardys. Yep. Those double drop kicks there. Charlie Haas got himself a nice wife for a little while, uh, Jackie Gata. She is actually not in TNA at this time. She's gone, and they just got done with that, too. Uh, she's gone in 06 because she was pregnant with her first uh, child there, and then she just never came back. Charlie Hoskins, say, oh my gosh, three sandwich ladders for Charlie Hoskins. And, Jeez. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. Poetry emotion. Oh. Luckily, that didn't break uh, Haas' nose like it did Joey Mercury's. And the Hardy Boys were always the masters of the ladders, whereas Edge and Christian were masters of the chairs, and the Dudley Boys were the table masters. Combined it all together. Yep. Now is Jeff just going to... Oh, no, Jeff is uh, reaching for the... Looks like it's way lower than you would expect. Like the belt placement. House is kind of looking like Benoit here. Like, do you see? Do you kind of see that? I um, think like I see like Benoit. I mean, he's definitely. Like, I think it's like his. It's like his tan, like matches Benoit's. <laughs> like, I mean, the tights. Oof. I just hated that one. It's like, oh, I can't see it. Remember when Selton Benjamin would have his mama come out, Mama Benjamin? <laughs> yeah, that was uh that I don't was his low point, point, but it was definitely uh not a it, it was that, not that good, no. And then Shelton Benjamin, like you know how Kofi Kingston um always had the uh Royal Rumble where it's like, oh, what does Kofi uh catch himself on here? You know, Shelton Benjamin always took the big fall at the Money in the Bank, or at least tried to outdo himself uh, 
at every WrestleMania Money in the Bank match. Yeah, he was kind of the uh, kind of the low key MVP there for those those early uh, those early Money in the Bank matches. Yeah, especially his fall at um, I think it was at WrestleMania 24. Like he just goes crashing into ladders, and you just see Carlito look like um. Oh. Is that supposed to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Bat Matt just took a stiff back suplex on that on that one bridge ladder. That has gotta hurt, you know, like ladders are ladders sting and they hurts. So it seems like every matchup had like a you know, a stipulation. So far we've had the stretcher match, you've had the tables match, now we have our ladders match here. What is this? Oh, wow. Backward slingshot, it looks like. Hold. Yeah, they got, looked like they got tangled up there a little bit. Get, trying to flip them over, though. Yeah, I don't think they really thought this one through. Charlie yeah. Haas going to work on match. Something's working on Jeff. Now they're going to the top. And you're right. The the belts do look they look like they're a little bit lower than they normally would be. Because yeah. they're not going up like to those higher rungs of the ladder. Oh. Shot almost landed on his head there. Mm-hmm. Oof. Jeff Hardy goes into the ladder. Wolf's Gray's tag team uh got the advantage here now. I mean, they were a great tag team for a while, you know. Not the world's greatest tag team, but they they gave a run for their money. I always oh, yeah. like their. Um, I always like the uh, when Charlie Haas uh, over the uh, over the shoulder sort of uh, jump, you know, like that uh, jump that Shelton would do over Charlie Haas or vice versa. It'd be like Haas would have him over his leg, and then uh, Shelton would jump over like the. Onto the shoulders or something. I forget what it was, but uh, you know, jump on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's what made them unique. I mean, they're both amateur wrestlers, you know, like or you know, they have like college wrestling levels. What was it, Seton Hall? And uh, yeah, Seton Hall was Charlie, and um, I think University of Minnesota was uh, Shelton because yeah, he, he was the Minnesota was wrestling. With, yeah, he was there when Brock was there. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Try to do the uh oh. oh oh geez. That's how you throw somebody over. Yeah, they were oh, trying to do the uh the teeter totter spot to the Hardys that they did to Joy Mercury to bust his nose. Jeez. Oh, oh. Just got suplexed hard. I don't know how you like. I guess like the adrenaline is just flowing. Like you got to keep on going. Yeah, I mean, you, yes, you hear a lot of these guys say like they're they get they're so hopped up on adrenaline they can't they don't feel it then. But it's not until like after everything's over that's when they start to feel it. If you got slammed to a ladder after the match, are you taking an ice bath or are you going right to the hospital? I probably would go right to the go to the hospital. I know. I feel like an ice bath would help. Like it's like, you know. Well, 
Well, now they're grabbing the uh, the giant ladders. For the belts that are only like one foot above the regular ladders. <laughs> Either that or that giant ladder usually is uh, somebody goes uh, goes through it, which yeah, just to, uh, to bridge again. it. It's WrestleMania 23 spot there. I don't think Michael Cole and JBL have the match yet. It's been uh, it's been uh, King and Jim Ross and uh, Styles and Taz. Well, Styles and Taz only got um, their one match because they gave uh, King and Jim Ross uh, the stretcher match here. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 man. Ooh, I think he oh. hesitated there on the backdrop and it cost yeah. him. Mm-mm. Last time we saw the Hardy Boys was on uh, December 2, December. Actually, no, we saw them in that little tag team match uh, before WrestleMania 23. Mm-hmm. They had a good, spectacular uh, Money in the Bank match uh, with Jeff doing that fall with Edge. As we all know, um, Sir Kennedy won. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> I think he overdid that uh, German suplex. I don't even know if that was an over uh, suplex, but it went over the shoulder. Yeah, Jeff almost landed on his head. Mm-hmm. Side effect. Remember when he did the side effect off the um, electric of the stage, the electric box. Oh. With uh, Edge and Summer of oh. Fun. Hardy is going up to get the title. Oh. Oh. Now looks like uh, Charlie Haas and uh, Benjamin are making their move. Surprised Benjamin's even walking after that 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 uh, spill. I know nothing. Uh, nothing comes good from a uh, ladder or a ladder match. Ooh, what is Charlie doing here? He's trying to set the wedge. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna work. He's gotta switch it now. Oof. I think he's trying to sand wedge uh, the the feet with the uh, ladder steps. Oh. T bone. Oh, boy, what? Let's see if they're going to do that. Uh, 
They're going to do their double, usual double team move, but take it to the 10th oh, uh, level oh here. God, what is he going to do? Jeez. You can see he's hurt and he's like, I got this. Oh, no, no. no. Oh, my God. What are you thinking? And of course, he had to give the old, like, yeah, I know I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not like he could do like a split like he usually does. He had to change it a little bit. So, yep. Oh, yeah, because if he splits it, he's landing like in a very bad position here. Yeah. yeah that uh, the ladder he jumped off almost gave out from under him. That would have been really bad. Gosh. It's like a lot of botches, but not really botches, but like just like, you know, risk and like slips here. Yeah, I mean they're definitely um they're making they're making it look it looks real. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's um people have also said about some of these ladder matches that they look too you can tell they're like too choreographed and too you know, like everything looks too smooth. You know, it's mm-hmm. I think ladder matches are definitely better when it has that element of like the unpredictability and something happens that you thought wasn't that shouldn't looks like it shouldn't have happened. Oh, yeah. the, oh. superplex off the ladder. Yeah. Ooh, he looks like he's in pain. But his arm was behind the back. Or his hand. I feel like no matter who it is, the Hardy Boys always make people look good with ladder matches. Even oh, yeah. if it's those who aren't really like accustomed to ladder matches, because at Judgment Day 03, you know, uh, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Charlie Haas really didn't look like they were the ladder match material people against uh, Eddie Guerrero and Tajiri, and that's what really cost them the uh, match because it's not really their style. Oh, jeez. Oh, he really, he, well, he, he made I, it work. Yeah, he. I think he was going for like the springboard dive on the ladder. Yeah. Lost his, lost his balance, but then he just kicked the ladder out from under Jeff, and, and he you know, kind of like smiled made, like yeah. he smiled made, like I know I effed up, but I made it work, right? <laughs> yeah, made, oh. made something out of nothing. Yeah, I don't know if it's their sweat or something, but it's something that's really causing them to. You know, let's see it. Like, oh, it must have been slippery. Well, his one foot looked like he didn't have it set properly either. So that's, a, you know, that thing also didn't help. That is as a battering ram. Ladder. Shelf has almost got his uh, hands in the titles. He did have oh. his hands in the titles. Oh, Oof. oh. Oof. Oh, jeez. Oh, nice neck, neck breaker. Tommy's finishing move. <laughs> King, can we, they're going to be asking, can we get an elevator out here? 
I need me two ladders. Let's do it, Zinger. He doesn't think like a hardy king. <laughs> I think Jeff Hardy's best match is with The Undertaker at that ladder match. That raw. Mm -hmm. I think JR's call makes it like awesome too. Climb the ladder, kid. Make yourself famous. And then we got all four. It's going to get to the to the belts. Or are they even going for the belts? They're just trying to knock each other off. It's like, oh, Matt oh. had a good grip on it. Oh, what? No, they landed on their feet. Oh. Oh, dude. Oh, and the ladder was there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That referee had to be like, shuffle you, all right? <sighs> and now Matt's going on top of the ladder. Jeff, Jeff is oh, going on. If they showed the replay, I want to see what Shelton did because that looked brutal as well. And he's got it. Yep, they got him. There they go. Hardy's retained. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I'll go three and a quarter. Screw it. I'm going four. That was really fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, Hardy boys retained here. Uh you know, Shelton and uh, Charlie did better in this one, uh, better in this ladder match than they did at Judgment Day 03. Yeah, they're definitely, uh, yeah, all four guys are going to be sore tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, I guess Shelton has had more experience since he's been the money in the bank ever since, you know. Mm -hmm. So he's gotten a taste of the ladder. But tonight was the Hardy Boys night. Oh, I wish they would have showed that replay of, uh, you know, Shelton going over the top. That was extreme. Was extreme. Extraordinary combination. One of the greatest fights. That, that girl's excited. Yep. <laughs> Jumping with joy out here. I'll go three and a half, yeah. Well, here's. Here's some highlights. Oh! He's like, I know I'm crazy, man. Oof. Here it is. Here it is. So here Oof. he goes. Oh, jeez. He literally had like the jump off the ladder over the top and barely made it over the top rope to get yeah. to crash through that ladder. Jesus is bad. Like that's why this stuff is dangerous at sometimes. Now all the choreographing, you can say whatever you want to be choreographed, but nothing goes right a lot sometimes. Mm -hmm. And here we have the great Kali. With uh Runjan Singh. Uh, Runjan Singh. Look at that giant hands. It's like you <laughs> ate half the microphone already. All it says on my subtitles is foreign language. <laughs> that's why he's got the interpreter with him. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bringing up uh, Kali pinning Cena at the uh, Saturday Night's Main event we talked about. Yep. Just one foot, and that would be no different. Balls count anywhere. 
concession stands or out in the parking lot. Would have been awesome if Kali was coming in as the WWE champion for this. Cena, like, you know, making another big stride against a big monster. Mm. I don't think Kali could have been trusted with the WWE title. No, I don't think so either. So now we're going to have have our first uh, SmackDown match here. We got a. Got a uh, lumberjack match. Uh huh. Let's see. Thrown right back in the ring. Twelve lumberjacks. Here they come. Let's, Let's see who we got. We got oh Crispin. Here's Crispin Wah. His final pay per view, which we'll oh, yeah. talk about. <laughs> oh yeah. Is he in the match or is he a lumberjack? He's he's a lumberjack. Val Venus. <laughs> I remember this was like Val's last leg here. There's Santino, who who I believe he was the Intercontinental Champion at this time still. Yeah. Yep, I just saw Balls Mahoney. Balls, yeah. For the guys who didn't have any. So as Benoit does not have a U.S. title match of MVP here, Steven Richards. Steven Richards. He jumps on Mahoney's back. Yeah. Miz. Miz, oh wow, look at that mohawk. (laughs) The, uh, what what did JBL call it, like the Terry Taylor um, starter kit? Yeah, I think Benoit keeps it. Benoit keeps him out one time. Oh, here comes Thorne. Kevin Thorne. Benoit banned him from the locker room for like three months because uh, he got chicken inside of Benoit's little bag. Chris Masters, I think, is behind Chris him. Masters, yep. So Kevin Thorne leaves the new breed. Leaves the new breed a month ago. They get a showcase a showcase match here at the pay per view, and he's relegated to being a lumberjack. Yeah, but here comes Morrison. Johnny, Johnny well, Johnny Nitro. No, is it, oh, oh, he's still Nitro here? I thought he was Morrison by now. That's that's coming. Chavo. I thought this was like a U.S. title match between Benoit and MVP. Go, oh, Kenny Dykstra? What is with oh. that? What is that around? Is that a mink? That is a mink, yeah. The fuck is that? Uh, Carlito. Carlito. Well, then who is in this matchup here? <laughs> Don't tell me. I want to know. I just want to know. Okay. Like, who's I, I, know who, I know who it is, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep it a surprise. I don't even know who's the, Oh, well, of course. Yeah, I think I remember this one. It's like Kane and Mark Henry. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's them. So I remember they did that, Um, you know, that uh, strangest they had. Yeah. Step up, break his neck. Beat him up, beat him up. Well, they well they had a match on uh, SmackDown two nights ago, and Henry won by countout. So that kind oh. of uh, that kind of leads to here with the uh, them doing the lumberjacks. And uh, but yeah, you mentioned uh, yeah MVP nowhere to be found on the show. Oh yeah, because I remember uh, they had like a thing three back to back. Matches and then MVP eventually wins a two out of three falls uh, match at Judgment Day to beat Benoit for the U.S. title. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, he beat, yeah, he beat him in uh, two straight too. He beat and he clean sweeped them, which I'm surprised as well. I mean, well, they had, I mean, they 
clearly had something for Benoit, you know, if everything went according to plan, you know. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll uh yeah, we'll we'll touch on that here in these next couple of episodes. Yeah, uh, maybe you see Chris Benoit is like I want a piece of the action too. Now Venus definitely on his last legs. Yeah, I forgot he was still here at this point. <laughs> yeah. He was like relegated to Sunday night heat mostly. Mm. There comes Kane. Kane. Kane loses the great Kali at WrestleMania 23. Now he's uh, here as well. I forgot that it wasn't Mark Henry in the uh, strangest match. It was uh, Umaga because. Yeah, um, yeah. Henry he did the, uh, the arm wrestling with arm Lashley against Lashley. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, we, because I had made mention about the fact that you know these two have this, you know, have this match here, and yet they had no interaction at Saturday's at Saturday's main event. No. <laughs> I love how all the lumberjacks got how the lumberjacks got freaked out by the pyro. <laughs> that was the referee. I'd be freaked out that pyro. <laughs> oh, he's trying to, oh, he goes over. Now they got to do their job. Dear dog. Oh, well, no. Nope. <laughs> There's like, like nope, we're not, not going near you. <laughs> Look, he's not incapacitated, really. He's like capacitated. Like, he's like, I get back in on my own, boys. Carlito was uh, munching away on his apple. Uh huh. Two giants going at him here. Ooh, nice boot. Now Henry to the outside. Oh, oh! Now, well, now they're going to try to get Henry in the Henry in. But they're just—he's going to maul him off, basically. Nope. <laughs> get off of me! You know, it's funny. Like I didn't like Mark Henry at this time. I only liked him in like 1999, and you know his whole thing. Mm. Sexual chocolate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. This is um, Henry's about to go on. I think. I think the longest um, stretch of his career where he doesn't, um, where he like gets a decent little push and doesn't actually and doesn't get hurt. No. Yeah. So that's always been the thing. It's like they always want to try to. They try to give him something, you know, and get him and get him, you know, give him a push, but he always get, you know, gets hurt the wrong time. And Chavo took a shot there from, uh, from Kane. Yep. Ooh, into the post. I don't think they even have enough lumberjacks for, for this match. They should have gotten some more. No, yeah, I mean, what were the rest of the Raw crew doing? I don't know if Eugene was still here.
So Mark Henry's going to work on Kane here. Five future Hall of Famers here in the WWE. You know, that uh, Mark Henry and Kane would be in the Hall of Fame uh, years, many years later. Mm-hmm. I think out of this group, there's still, out of all these guys here, they're still the only ones in the Hall of Fame. Yep, I don't think Stephen Rich is going to be getting the Hall of Fame not anytime soon. No, obviously Ben was not. <laughs> Waiting for that one. One, <laughs> two. Oh, I thought Venus could get a call. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised. I think you know, I thought Santino was a guy that could have been a uh, a potential like lifer. Um, yeah, and to get that nod, but apparently he's doing. Um, He's, he's doing really impact. good in uh yeah, he's doing really good in impact right now. He's like really over. Yep, yeah. Oh, and actually, um I'm sure Miz will be a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think Val Venus did give a good uh I mean, yeah, Val Venus should be in the Hall of Fame. He's got a good, uh, he had a good gimmick. He had a good run. Uh, what was he, European champion one time? I thought he was Intercontinental champion one time, but he was. Yeah, he was always that kind of like mid card stalwart um, throughout like the Attitude Era and even into like the mm-hmm. early um, Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah, even if he didn't win a lot of titles, you know, he was still a. Oh, yeah, he is an Intercontinental title because he lost it at uh, SummerSlam 2000. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Henry going with the bear hug here. Val's like, squeeze him. JBL saying that uh, you know Bruno San Martino used to win a lot of matches with the uh, with the bear hug as well. <laughs> Wasn't that Ivan Koloff's move? Nah, I, been, I, th- I always thought well, he was just the Russian bear. I thought he was the bear hug guy too. Yeah, I was. I thought I thought uh, Bruno's move was the backbreaker because I thought that's what he used to beat uh, Buddy Rogers yeah. with. Yeah, still squeezing life out of him here. Oh, Kane's got him around the neck. It goozled him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Santino grabbing at his neck. <laughs> Gets out of it. Look at the yeah, Morrison his fur coat. It's not even a I don't know if it's a fur coat. Are they gonna get him back or are they just gonna uh let him be? Looks like they're throwing him back in. They're gonna oh, no. Kane's just, yeah. Kane's Kane's like, some screw it. Another idea. Whee! Oh, don't oh, taking them all down. out.
Oh, now all the bad guys are throwing them back in. Well, at least they threw them back in. They just didn't beat them up. Mm-hmm. Who thought that Chava would have been a lifer, like a good guy for the performance center, too, you know? Surprised that deal yeah. kind of like that fell apart, like, you know, like Chava's relationship with WWE. Yeah, kind of. He's a guy I am, I am kind of surprised never never came back. As a prof, uh, like as a uh, trainer, you know. Yeah. Or like Stephen Richards to uh, train as well. He could have been good, but yeah, Stephen Richards now has, uh, you know, like um, not paralysis, but like really bad, like back uh, injuries, like pain. And he's yeah. a king goal for the chokeslam of that flying out, and, flying. Ooh, got oh, some he got him. Yeah, got some height on that one. And yep. Oh, now, oh, there, oh, now there you go. Jeez. For well, what? It's no, it's no DQ. So. I know it's no DQ. I'm surprised you sent these guys, two guys in. Kenny now again. One handed. Carlito's like, oh man, you're not cool. Oh, now he's going for another bear hug. He can't. He goes back to the bear hug. Like, you think this match has gotten a little slow? Yeah, it's it's starting to drag a bit. I, I but I think we're getting. I think we're almost. Uh, yeah, no. I think we're almost here at the end. I mean, I've been paying attention. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, it's gone bear hug, bear hug, another bear hug. I think he's uh I think he's done. Well they're squeezing them out. That's it, he called like that's it, he called it. Oh wow, pass out because of the bear hug. Oof. Uh give me two and a half. Mm, I I think I'm going star and a half. It's there are too uh, many. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, give me two then. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go a star. Give me two stars. Uh. Yeah, I that think he, yeah, Henry relied stars. on. The, I think after if uh, after if Kane hit that choke slam on Dykstra, if, if Henry hit like either like the world's strongest slam or the big splash and had a better finish, I think it would have. I could have gotten it up to a two, but yeah, yeah, too many, too many, uh, too many bear hugs, and honestly. The Lumberjacks really didn't um, do much. Yeah, they were just out there for nothing. Like, Benoit did not do anything as yeah, well. Yeah, he didn't do anything. I don't think Venus did anything. Or the Miz. It was just mostly Chavo and Kenny and Thorne. Out of all the Lumberjacks, and, like, you don't even turn into, like, yeah, a well, huge brawl. Yeah, well, yeah, why don't, yeah, why didn't all the other Lumberjacks get in and, tr- like you said, trigger a brawl? Like the two like alliance members that always start something. It's like Tommy Dreamer and uh, you know like Hugh Morris or somebody. <laughs> yeah. And Santino's like, don't tap. Well, he tapped. So Mark Henry wins. Let's see what happens with these guys. Who's gonna come to ECW on the draft? 
what a weird way to even talk about the draft on ECW. You know, if you didn't watch the Raw, you know, you would have thought that uh, it was only um, you would be like, oh, why is Stryker talking about a draft for? Right. They don't have so, that replay, but here you have like, <laughs> well, Hardy's and the both, both teams literally in the same room getting worked on. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow, now they're gonna play in the bag wide. Come on, guys. Really, that wasn't enough. <laughs> so got a shot here of the outside of the arena. Looks like it's a nice uh late spring, early summer night there in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. It's uh, Lashley and Vince. Yeah, for the ECW world title. <sighs> Street fights are always uh, Vince's thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a stick. Then again, when you really don't know how to wrestle. Might as well go for street fight. Yep. Here we have the long-standing history. Future Hall of Famer Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Say Hall of Famer? I didn't know you became anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you got like that evil gangster Vince McMahon. Yeah, he didn't have the fedora long enough. Like, I I like the do-rag, but he he, Uh, he had the fedora a lot more. Told you, he looked like Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. (laughs) Then you have him win the title Backlash, and now Judgment Day. When he said, no, you didn't pin me, you only pinned Umaga. I mean, this was a good three-chapter like storyline, or like a four-chapter if you think about it. WrestleMania, yeah. Backlash, Judgment Day was a little, eh, should we have finished it then, but now we're at like the home base for ECW. Yeah, you, you, I think everyone figured this would this would be the end, and that this was mm-hmm. this was finally when Lashley gets his belt back. Yeah. Why they just didn't let Umaga pin him. Pin Lashley at Backlash. I'm really surprised they did not give Umaga the ECW title. He would have been great with it. Mm. He is extreme. Like, Umaga is extreme. Oh, wow. He's run through Lumberjacks and Viscera and Mark Henry. Then you see, like, you know, all the uh, McMahons... uh, Ganging up on Lashley with Umaga and Shane. Good build up here for the uh, title mm-hmm. match. 
Oofs here at the thin air. Following contest schedule one fall is a street fight for the ECW world title. Isn't Justin Robertson the ring announcer for AEW? Yeah, he's been there since the beginning. Yeah, good on him to be staying in wrestling. Hmm. You know, it took me a while to realize um, when I was watching uh, TNA back in the day, that David Penzer was the WCW ring announcer and was the uh, TNA ring announcer, too, for the longest time. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Penzer, he, uh, yeah, I think he took over after uh, Gary Michael Capetta left there in WCW, and then Penzer was the main ring announcer, except for, they remember, because they always brought in uh, Michael Buffer for all the big match, for all, like, the big main event matches. Yeah, I remember one pay-per-view, they did not have Buffer, and it was Penzer uh, who did the uh, main event. I was like, oh, that's interesting. One time they don't have Buffer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was, they, they brought Buffer. I mean, they were bringing Buffer in even in, like, uh, you know, 2000, in the 2001, when they were, yeah. you know, even when they were still hemorrhaging money, they still found enough to pay him. For Brad Siegel to, you know, be like, oh, no, I want uh I wanted to limit it so much. You still need buffer. Did you watch that? Um, did you watch that uh, Bash at the Beach Dark Side of the Ring? I did. Yeah, it was a. It was an interesting watch. It was. I mean, it was pretty much just you know, Russo Three and Bischoff going back and Three. forth about who who was to blame for that. You kind. I actually kind of felt um felt bad for Jarrett. He was. Yeah. You, you knew he was the whole the odd man out in that whole situation and how you don't realize like how conflicted he felt there when he was told to by Russo to lay down. Uh-huh. It was just like a pawn in like the game of Hogan and Russo here. Now you have Lastly coming out. Lashley is ready. Even though this is supposed to be one-on-one, Vincent, Vincent Lashley, it looks like we're just going to essentially get a third handicap, third straight handicap match. Oh, it's a city fight. I thought you were supposed to get a one-on-one, but... Oh, yeah. Nostradamus. <laughs> when I think of the word Nostradamus. I always go back to the Sopranos with uh, Bacala and uh, Tony at the restaurants. <laughs> but no, I think they're backing out, backing off here. I don't know. Well, Shane's still there. 
Oh, two of them. Wait a second. Oh, that was a ball. Jeez. Oh, he tr- he went and tried to leap over on the last onto Umaga, but he got, he got hung up on the top rope. What is the what? What is with people's feet here? Oh yeah, Shane. Don't don't ask him if he's all right after that bad botch. You know, you just go after him. Did it, like did it oil like what was, was he doing? Oh jeez. I think well, I think his mistake was holding the top rope and uh, when yeah. he don't think that's what threw him off. Bobby man, don't do that. Like oh that close on everybody. Oh. Oh. Oh, now he's got Vince by himself all alone. Yep. Now he's just going to beat him up. Oh. Shane goes over the top rope, but now Maga gets him. Oh, Always loved when Umaga did that bump. Yeah. Oh, Shane trying to come in with a chair, but he gets kicked in the stomach. Oh, boy. Now Ashley's got a chair. He doesn't need to win that way. What's he going for? Oh, oh. Smoke. I think he was looking for the power slam on that chair. Like the spike. Oh. Oh. Jeez, Looks like he got uh, a couple of legs on that chair on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Vince going with the clothesline. Shane Man always looks like a little kid in his jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> Now we know that we recently found out that Shane still does not does not have the move still, you know. Mm-hmm. Do one leapfrog and it's over. <laughs> yeah, you tear your quad. Yeah. You, well, yeah, that's welcoming yourself to the quad families. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because Shane tours quad, Vince tours quads, and Triple H tours quads. Yeah, and rounding out of the fourth is uh, Mr. Kevin Nash. (laughs) (laughs) Which basically proves all you have to do is just walk. You can say your quad. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. I think Vince got so angry that, like, that's what happened. His quad just exploded. (laughs) <laughs> All he wanted to do was go home. Now we have uh, Mr. McMahon working on Lashley here. No Armando Alejandro Estrada. No, he's still selling those uh, peonies from Lashley. Oh, uh, well, he's got the uh, the bell hammer 
Yeah, I was choking them out with it. Perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. You know, for a one-on-one match, even though it's a street fight, it really isn't one-on-one. But you knew that Vince couldn't go a whole not like a long matchup with like you know without shenanigans. Mm. It's just not his style. It's either it's got to be short where it's this, or you know we got to do these kind of spots where I'm not doing everything. Mm-hmm. Vince always has like the. Best like he'll look when uh, he's in the ring. Oh yeah, and like you said, the uh, his hair's growing growing back pretty good, and because uh, yeah. it's only been what two months since he got it uh, shaved. Yep. Like you know, I used to think that like when you were bald, you were just bald forever. <laughs> when I was like little, because my uncle was like just like his hair never grew Samoan, uh, was that the uh, Samoan, Samoan drop? Yeah, Samoan suplex. So. Get him up now. What is he gonna do? Oh, is he in three point stance? Spear, <laughs> not a really good spear, but. That ECW referee always has to get into a position, you know. It never yeah. comes naturally for him. Oh, this is um, who is this? Uh, it's uh, the ref. It's uh, Scott Armstrong. That's I was like, it's the Armstrong brother. I was like, it's one of them. This is nasty, Joey. Yeah, we know it's legal. Oops, looks like uh, looking, they're holding them down. Looks like Amaga's going to go for for one of his big splashes. There's he going. Oh, oh, no. Oh, he pulled Vince. Wow, that was a good one. Clothesline. Huge clotheslines by uh, Lashley to Shane. And he rolls. That went off. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. That went off without a hitch. No botches there. Oh, what the heck is he going to do now? Oh, jeez. the head. Oh, now she's really beating him. Oh, jeez. Bending that chair all out of shape. 
Joey making up the rules. This is what you get for taking my ECW title for changing the rules on me. Oh, okay, running. There it is. Dominator. One, two, no. Nope. He thought that was the end. Oh, nope. He counters it. Just gets another chair. And oh, no. No chair for Umaga, but a throat kick to Lashley. I think Shane's uh, she's looking to go airborne, it looks like. Oh, he's telling Umaga to go airborne. Nobody's giving him the signal. Not what Shane wants to do. Oh. Shane on top. A signature jump. Whoa! She might have a bruised rib or two. Still getting that distance. Yep. Maka throws him back. He's like, wake up! <laughs> Maka trying to revive Vince. Cover him. One, two, no. six out. <laughs> Joey, Joey going crazy. His shoulders are Mr. Man can't believe it. I can't believe it. Neither can the fans. Is he going to do the running knee? He's doing it now. Oh! Oh! That's got to hurt. Oh, he's going. Oh, he's doing his signature. You know what that means. Yep, he wants the, uh, the coast to coast. Been like six years since. No, it's like been like four years since he did his last coast to coast. I think he did one with Shawn Michaels, though, buddy. But Murray did it with Kane. Now he's doing it oh. here. Oh, he missed. Umaga took the trash can. Strikes of the face. 
Now, last year. Jeez. Oh, oh, one more defense. That's got to be it. One, two, three. Yep. New ECW champion. Finally, now we can get back to wrestle, like real wrestling, in a way. Let the ECW guys actually have a chance. Yep, Lashley is now the ECW champion once more. Um, hmm. Give me two and a half. Yeah, two and a half sounds about right. Yep. It was, it was I mean, fine. It was, I mean, again, or, yeah, it was quirky, you know, like yeah. you knew that Mr. McMahon wasn't going to be on his own. So you had to just get, get all the spots and you could. And uh, they did that. Mm-hmm. May Lashley look, obviously look strong, overcoming the three to one odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, it looks like he's going to give Vince oh, one more. Then, oh, just for good measure. Putting the uh, definitive stamp on that. Mr. Man definitely deserved that. Closed it up from here on out. <sighs> Gosh. That one move, just like, ugh. Oh, yep. They got the jump. <laughs> There's the elbow. That throw by uh, Lashley to Shane was in, was crazy, and then <laughs> the uh, look on Vince's face as he saw Lashley coming. Yep. Now we have a new ECW champion. His name is Bobby Lashley. Yes. I was happy when uh, Lashley won the ECW title back. I was like, finally. Mm -hmm. Oh, speaking of this little love thing, here we have uh, Maria and uh, Santino here. But now it's a pudding match. We have... Candice Michelle versus Melina. Melina is the WWE Women's Champion at this time. Mm-hmm. But I believe they did say this was a non-title match. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, see how this one uh, goes down. Remember the one they did that mud match when uh, Stacey threw Trish off the stage into the mud? That was a dive. When mm-hmm. what Trish took, it was like, holy crap, what? <laughs> and that got on their intro for like the longest time. That was such like a, uh, that was a, uh, you know, highlight for a long time. Candace and, looking uh, very hachimachi. Yeah, for the third time. And then, then you go and look at Melina's outfit when she comes out. Ooh. <laughs> Gosh, when you could get away with things on pay per view. (laughs) 
Santino, I love America. I love America. Oh. Oh, wow. I forgot. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I remember he was hanging around with um with us on the uh, Raw 15th anniversary show. He's up in the rafters, uh, Ron Simmons. Here we have the like uh, oh, like pool of uh, pudding with like that one little one glob of uh, of uh, whipped cream right in the middle. This match had to have sucked because only like one fourth of the crowd really got the uh, the view. Mm. Let me show you how to rock your body. Oh, oh damn. Oh, look at this sherry on top. Um, I love pudding too, my friend. <laughs> Notice how they had to have like the covers on the uh cameras too, like right. for the ground crew. So I believe Candace had a. Uh had already scored like two pinfall victories over Molina to this point. So clearly she was being positioned as the uh, challenger here to, to Molina. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> Look at the goggles too. Oh, that's right. She does have the goggles. Those have goggles. Gosh, We've got the, uh, they got the, uh, the shower sandals on too. Uh, she ain't playing around. Fixing herself up. <laughs> and she's like, I'm ready. I don't know how you would do this. But, well, here we go. Oh, <laughs> oh that's how you do it. Yeah. I don't know if I would be in the want to be in the right there uh, in the front row, knowing that there's food and pudding being splattered everywhere. Mm-hmm. And who knows how long that's been sitting there? Hell yeah, that's right. They must have had it cold. I'm thinking, oh, there's the whipped cream action. How's it go to the outside now? Kind of surprised that they, you know, that because you figured this would be the kind of the match that. Molina would not have uh, wanted, so you figure she wouldn't. She wouldn't come out of dress like you know in a big. Oops. Oh, there you go. Somebody in the front row did just get put and thrown so on them. Sorry. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh wait. Oh. Two. Stacy, uh, Stacy and Trish can do it. Any diva can do these types of matches. Yeah. And like Trish is a Trish is a team player, and so is like everybody else. Also, feels like though we should be. I mean, given where the that they're trying to make the women's division a little more legitimate at this point, that. 
Yeah, I don't know, it just feels too, you know. This seems like piggish, you know, in a way. And I don't know if it's piggish, but it's like this isn't representing the women's division the right way here. Like we're right. degrading them. Right. Like th- there's no way like uh, like a Mickey James would have been in this match. No, n- not in this time. But then they give her that stupid Piggy James. Uh, oh, a DDT by Candace. Uh, Melina is covered in whipped cream as well. It's going to take them hours to get all that out of their out of their hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think she just smother her. I think she just submits her like this. Oh God! Yeah, I think she's tapping. Yeah, yes, she's she, tapping. She, she tapped out. Seriously, like, I'll just tap here. I'll go a uh, give it a half a star. I think that's saying yeah. too much. Well, quarter star, or quarter, would you go yeah, bad? Quarter, yeah, quarter star. Quarter star it was sort of fun, you know. Candace, Candace trying to make sure her top doesn't get get pulled down. Oh yeah, now we're gonna have an interview. Of course, Maria. Who else would it be? Oh, oh well, nope. Oh, and now Maria, Maria gets in. on it. Tough for King. Oh shit. Jerry even called him Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry, guys. Well, now the ref can't and, pull in. Yeah. The referee better get paid extra. I'll just have... Oh, that's got to hurt. Trying to just Now having to roll over on, the, on, that, uh, on that floor. Yeah, she's well, Maria. I mean, uh, Melina slipped on that one. Damn, these girls are having some fun. <laughs> Ooh. So that was the uh, bathroom break segment. As here we go now with the cage lowering. Yep. Now, now we get back to business. Yep. So, Edge is world champion after he beats um, Mr. Kennedy for the money in the bank. And then he cashes in on Undertaker while Undertaker is incapacitated. Mm -hmm. And then I forget how Batista gets involved in this, but uh, Sherbo tells. Yeah, well, well, Taker and Batista had the cage match that ended in a draw. Then... um, then Mark Henry had made his return in attack taker. That's what led Edge to cash in the briefcase. Oh. And then Edge and Batista had a match at Judgment Day, which I think Edge won when okay. he pinned him. And then I think Batista won like a just like a won like a fatal four way to uh to earn this shot. Yep. Man, three years later Batista would quit and Edge would have to retire at the end of twenty ten into early eleven. God, I hated Edge during this time period. Like, I, I just hated him. 
He was always just a little sneak, and I hated him. But that's what made him like the best heel. Yeah. Well, he be, be benefited because I mean the reason why Kennedy why he beat Kennedy for the briefcase and then beat Taker for the title is because both those guys got hurt. So uh, so they needed you know Edge so they needed somebody to kind of fill that spot. And I mean Edge was as good as a guy as anyone. I know, but I just hate like how he always just sneak like he's just sneakingly wins titles. You know, like oh he cashes in. Ah, I get it now. I'm the champion. And then when he, like, you know, when he beat Taker at one night stand 08, you know, when we get there and whatever, I'm going too far. But, yeah, it's just everything. He just steals everything. Yep. One year uh, before uh, Vicky Guerrero came involved. <laughs> yeah. Burn. Tisa here wins the fatal four-way match. And it looks like it's going to be Batista versus Edge for the World Heavyweight title. Ever since 05, like, when the whole Matt Hardy feud, and then Edge just took over. It was like, oh, God, I hate Edge. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I really bought into the stories of him just being a jerk. I remember meeting him at the mall, and he was sort of like playing the character jerk. It was kind of funny. <laughs> right before the Royal Rumble 07. Then <laughs> <laughs> at the mall. I think I, I still have that picture, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Man, Batista with hair. One thing I wanted to say about uh, Molina was um, I don't know what happened, but uh, over the uh, over WrestleMania weekend this year, uh, she had a little spasm attack and like, you know, went on a rampage at her hotel room and was asked to leave uh, the WrestleCon property for like the rest of the weekend after Friday. It was like, what just happened? You know, that was also during the Rick Steiner thing as well. So, Mm. I don't know what happened there, but I just remember reading about it. Batista's looking old, though, now in 2023. I don't know if you saw uh, recent photos of him. No, I didn't. Yeah. What surprised me? I mean, the dude's got to be what? Is like his his 50s? Yeah. On this day, I see clearly. Everything was just edges. I always love the pyros. Mm. I'm just glad to have seen some sort of pyro at uh, WrestleMania when you face Vin Bauer at Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although I did see Edge at uh, WrestleMania 26. I just forgot that I was there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, But he always had the good colors, his pyro. And here he comes into the steel cage, you know. He's like, oh, man. Got to do some Batista. Batista was vicious at this time. 
like the name of the the name is the animal, and he is the animal Batista. Mm-hmm. And this, of course, was during this. Well, this was during the stretch where it seemed like he was always in a uh, world title match, either as as a champion or as a challenger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's 2007. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember that much of uh, the World Heavyweight title in uh, 07. I always keep on thinking of 08 when he does everything with Triple H, you know? Mm. And uh, Jeff Hardy at the end for the uh, WWE Championship. We get there eventually in 2008. So. Yeah, in about five years from now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, maybe that that long, but yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah, 07 seems like a blur for me, especially on the SmackDown side. Mostly because all we're doing is watching ECW, right? But they I, they also got hit um, hit hard that year with like the injury bug too. Uh huh. So it seemed like it, it seemed like every month something was uh something was different. Yep. Because I think Booker, like I'm just saying, I think Booker T is gone by this time. He would start TNA soon. Mm. So the last thing he was in was uh, was the money in the... No, Booker T was in a match with the Boogeyman at WrestleMania 23. 23? Uh, no, 23. He, that was uh, 22. He fought the Boogeyman. 23 he oh, was in the really? Money in the Bank. Wow, yeah, 23 he was in Money in the Bank. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he is still around, though, because he... Um, okay. So I remember, I think he gets drafted to Raw and he does the, the feud with Triple H. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He's there for a while. I thought he was gone after the uh, Money in the Bank match. Yeah, no, I think it's after, um, I, believe, I think it was September. When, I mean, obviously, we'll discuss it. We, yeah. The whole, like, uh, the pharmacy thing happened. I think that's oh. when he ended up leaving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I tried to get out quickly there, but he got pulled back in really quick. No, yeah, and Triple H is gone here, too. I forget. Triple H is hurt still. He's recovering. Yeah, he's hurt. Like I said, Taker and Kennedy were hurt. Rey Mysterio was still out. Oh. So they're missing oh, some yeah. big names. Yeah, took Triple H another eight months again to uh, recuperate. Oh, I'm hurt. See you in eight months again. <laughs> He tore the left and the right quad. You see uh, Batista in here beating down on Edge. Ooh. Those shots. Would you rather take a 
spine buster from Tommy Dreamer, or would you rather take a spine buster from Batista? Probably Dreamer, just because Batista feels it seems like Batista would get a lot more force behind this because he's so much bigger. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say about Batista? Oh, I was gonna say um, in the Judgment Day match, he also had, he had his leg his like leg taped up because uh, I think it was oh. nurse or something there, but it's uh, it's off now, so it looks like it's healed up. Yep. So Batista beats King Booker at Survivor Series of Six, then he loses it to Undertaker, and then Edge cashes in. Okay. Yeah, that's a huge camel clutch. Yeah, Taker and Batista had that great match at uh, WrestleMania. Yep. I don't think you could have, like, Batista always tries to argue that he should have closed it, but I don't think you can close with Batista. I mean, Undertaker had more power to do so, but I don't think that, I think Vince really wanted to do uh, Cena versus Michaels to close the show. I mean, well, he did have they had Batista close uh, with Triple H at twenty one. So yeah, but I just remember that was the thing that Batista thinks he should have closed. It's like no, one, two. Do you like that they can do pinfalls and submissions in cages? Or do you- um, it, I I go back and forth with it because I know I mean, like. Because I, I know sometimes like the 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 joke is like you know the whole trying to you know get out of the cage and and all that sort of thing, but I, it, it depends on the um it depends on the match and the feud. I think. I think it depends on the competitors and Batista can climb that cage. Well, I mean, also, I mean, I mean, the the class, the example I think a lot of people use is the is the Brett Owen cage match from uh, SummerSlam '94 where. That match is like 30 minutes, and like half of it is just both both guys trying to escape. Mm-hmm. It just always seemed that it was like no pinfalls, no submissions in cage matches. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you mentioned about how we were kind of saying how in the back of the tables match, how it was silly how they had they were starting like tagging in and out. I think it like I think it's even worse with like a tag cage match when they're tagging in and out to start with. Uh, go back to the Survivor Series uh, 2001 Hardy's Dudley Boys match if you want to see that. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna spear him! Oh, nice spear into the cage. What happens there? It's the same brace. He's the world champion since he touched first. I I guess. Or are they gonna do the thing where? Uh, was I think it was in 03. I think I don't think uh, Jake has gotten to it yet, but he will. When uh, Kane and RVD had a cage match, and Kane oh, threw yeah. RVD through the side, through the wall, but RVD like fell through. And yeah, technically should have won, but uh, Eric Bischoff restarted it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that. I remember watching that pay per view. Here you have Edge now going to work on uh, Batista. Look at this, Michael. I used to love how JBL would say Michael. Like yeah. Michael. Yeah, JBL JBL during this run was was great as a commentator. Yeah. Oh yeah, then then doesn't yeah, JBL even comes back uh, as a 
part-time wrestler too in 07. Yeah, the uh, I think it's at the, the end of 07. The end of 07, yeah. Yeah, like just so much on like the SmackDown side that I forget. <laughs> I mean, I know that Edge like bare, like really holds the holds the belt forever. I guess. Does Edge hold it until WrestleMania twenty four? No, I think what happens is um, so these guys have one more match at Night of Champions. Okay. And, and that was like supposed to be Batista's last shot. And then Edge moved to a feud with Kane. And I think, if I remember correctly, they had a SmackDown in New Orleans and Edge did like a whole big like Mardi Gras party. And, because yeah. um, I, yeah, because Kane had, Kane was disguised as like one of the performers and he attacked Edge. Mm-hmm. But during the, during the brawl, Edge got hurt. Edge got hurt. So he had to relinquish the belts. And then I think, uh, well, like this of all, I think of all people, uh, Great Khali won it in the Battle Royal. Yeah, that 20 battle, twenty man Battle Royal, that's what it was. See, this stuff, again, is just all blurred to me. Like, I really do not remember a lot of, like, 07. Every time I think of 07, it's like, it happened in 08, like, I'm a year off. It's like, so when did this happen? It's like, well, it's 08. Yeah, no, Ka- yeah, Kali would hold the belt through the summer, and then Batista did win it again, and then yes. uh, Unforgiven, it was yeah. that... Uh, it was that triple threat with him, Kali, and Mysterio. And then Edge comes back as the cameraman at Survivor Series with the cage match, I believe. Yeah, because yeah, because one of those the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Batista and Taker in the Cell. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, he calls yeah literally because literally title. every world title match this this year, Batista was in it either, like I said, as a challenger or a champion because. Because he challenged Kali at SummerSlam, and that ended at a DQ. He's the, oh yeah, and like, you know, Batista was like the only healthy one at the time that could, you know, really hold up. Mm-hmm. SmackDown really did not have a roster at that time of uh, competitors. Oh, nice superplex. Ooh, superplex. Yeah, like you said, the injury bug, but nice superplex by uh, Batista to Edge. Seeing that Raw was the more uh, better brand. Yeah, Raw was definitely uh, definitely felt more uh, more stable, partially with uh, with Cena on top. Yep, Cena. Well, Michaels is gone here. Uh, well, no, Jericho's not uh, not on to late seven yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Always going ahead. Batista. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now Batista trying to climb out. Well, at least now we know it won't rag, like, break on him. So Batista can climb the cage. <laughs> um, oh. Oh. Yeah, we're gone from the days of Kurt Angle doing moonsaults off with the cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh Edge, shoot. Batista went for a tackle, but Edge catching him with a drop kick. Oh, you got superstar Billy Graham in the front row. <laughs> Muscle oily guy. <laughs> Good old Mickey Henson. This guy was a WCW referee. 
No, that's not him. No, it's Mickey J. Actually, is that Mickey J. Henson? Yeah. Yeah, Mickey Henson. Yeah, Mickey Henson. That was his name. That was the WCW referee, right? Yeah, because he. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in WCW. Was he in the? Was he on the ECW brand oh. before? And then he changed to SmackDown again. Now we got a double. Like so, they both went for a spear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Ed think he was. A, yeah, yeah. from a shoulder block. Now it looks like yeah, Batista hurt himself too. Yeah, Mickey Henson was in ECW for a bit. Then he got, I guess, transferred over to SmackDown. Yeah. Then the original five WCW uh, referees back in the day. Teddy Long still GM of SmackDown at this point? I think so. Yeah. Before Vicky came on. And we got another spear. Another, like, takedown shot. Oof. What'd you like better? I Walk Alone or the uh, first uh, Batista theme? I I think I walk alone. The first Batista theme made him look like huge and like bad, you know, like bam, like he knew this big guy was just coming in, like oh boy. Yeah, it was a good introductory theme for him, but once he yeah. got to that next level, I think he definitely, I think the I walk alone fit fit him better. It did because like he broke away from evolution. Yeah, it's like when uh, we were talking about Orton earlier, how he, when he kind of throughout the years he's kind of transitioning to the uh, to the Viper, um, but he still had the uh, the burn in my burn light. In my it light. wasn't, but once like in '08 when he gets uh, voices, that's when it starts to uh, to kind of come yep. together. Oh, swatted the dropkick away. Oh, looks like Edge is going for a little ride. Oof. Oh. One, two, nope. oh, seven, all about Batista. Oh, he's on the SmackDown side. I think Edge just busted open the mouth. Yeah, this pay-per-view went two hours already. We started like around 9.05-ish. And yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right about Edge. Oh, ooh, when did the exposed buckle? Ooh. That yeah, Edge is bleeding the from the mouth. Spear. There's the spear. Spear! One, two. Here you can see like the cherry red. You know, it's not cherry. <laughs> I guess you just got a bad opening, you know. I don't think they're blading themselves. Uh, they're just getting open up the hard way, as they say. Mm-hmm. 
Efshani wa Climb out, but he's going to get caught. Ooh. Spine Buster! Now, come on, but he's eating that wasn't going to finish him. Thought he kicked out at one. The ultimate opportunist edge. Crowd getting behind Batista. Looks like he might be looking for the uh, Batista bomb. Yep. He's feeling it. Oh, but Edge can't. Oh, too close to the ropes. You always know what happens when you get too close to the cage. Whoa, boy. Oh, boy. What a move by Edge. I remember laughing uh, Money in the Bank 2019 when Shane McMahon slipped his shirt off and fell. It was like, oh, snap, he wins. <laughs> I was like, I bet you Shane planned that whole spot himself. <laughs> well, Edge now trying to get out, but Batista's got him. Or does he? Yeah, trying to pull him back in. Trying to get him back in. Yep, he does. Oh, low blow by Edge. So he's going to stop someone. Oh, is he going to land on the ropes? Oh, yeah. There's that classic spot of landing on the ropes. But Edge could not hold on. Edge fell too. Now he's got to get the climb back. Trying to get over Batista going for the door. Oh. Oh, the edge of the wind is by a long shot. Yeah, Batista's got to uh, get his. Uh... No, oh, edge, edge got made it. it. Yep, Batista, yeah, the Batista can get his feet on the floor first. Nope. On this day, I see clearly. Um, hmm. I'll take uh, give me two and a quarter, Steve. I wasn't really feeling this. Yeah, I mean, I went two and three quarters. It was fine. I, I think okay. I think it was better. Like I haven't seen the Judgment Day match in a while, but I think it was definitely better than that. But it, yeah, definitely, it felt like they didn't hit the next gear like they could have. No, I felt like they went a step backwards a little bit, you know. Whatever the Judgment Day match was, you know, this one seemed like a little rockety at times. But uh, here you see a Batista going after Edge here. Good finish, but uh, you know, like it felt like it felt like it slowed up a little bit. Yeah, almost like they were trying to uh, to force a classic. Yeah, and uh, didn't look like it. But, you know, Edge, does, that's not his title. That's not your title. But he's uh, still, still going to say Edge is, yep, you lose. 
It's as close as you're going to get for now, Batista. I don't know why they're doing the split screen. There's no, there's no controversy. <laughs> uh, but it was like one angle to another. It was like, well, Batista's on one side, you know. No, it wasn't a controversy. They just wanted to show, uh, you know, how it was since both guys were on different sides of the cage. Mm. It seems like they only do that when it's the whole when both like both guys are dropping at the same time. So, uh-huh. just just kind of weird. Oh. Yeah. And he's like, no, don't do that, Batista. No. Oh. I think we're finally at our main event. Cena versus Kali in the Falls Count Anywhere match. Mm-hmm. King over here, like, in his Hawaiian uh, King shirt. Yeah. JR always looking nice, and King gets to wear these sort of things. Even if it's, like, 94 degrees, JR still wears a suit and tie. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why King gets away with it when it's, like, you know, Taz wears a suit, and JBL wears suits. Balls count anywhere. Now we're back at Judgment Day. Well, I think Kali was like walking in with the championship at uh, Judgment Day. Yeah, I, th- I think he had. Um, I think he just stolen it from Cena. Yeah. So. I was gonna say, I mean, well, I don't remember Kali being WWE champion. <laughs> Got news for you, big man. Oh, he makes him. No, does he make him tap here? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, giant killer! You thought Mysterio was a giant killer. Here comes Cena. Well, the controversy was, yeah, he, yeah, Kali tapped, but on the foot of the rope. His foot was under the rope, so it shouldn't have counted. Gotcha. Got to make controversy somewhere. Gosh, Kali looks so big, but he's just a giant, you know? Mm-hmm. They both want a rematch, you know? You know, seen as the champion, he still he wants a rematch with Great Kali. <laughs> Falls count anywhere. Now we go back and to the Saturday Night's main event. Yeah, when he just completely dominated. You don't expect Cena to get completely dominated, you know, and not make a comeback, but Kali showed his point here. We could be looking at a WWE champion, a new WWE champion here. Mm-hmm. They had to have like uh, gotten rid of the Muhammad Hassan music and gone with more of the uh, 
you know, Kali's like theme by now. Do 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 because I remember um in uh ECW he was using Muhammad Hassan's old theme. That was when he was with Davari. Yeah, so this is yeah, the, he was still with Davari, yeah. Now yeah. he's now he's with uh he's, with yeah, Raza. So he's gotta uh gotta have his new theme by now, yeah. Yeah, Davari kind of. Yeah, Davari really just came and went there on on ECW. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Mike Kyoto getting the uh, main event uh, spy. I mean, he must have became like senior official after Earl Hebner got the can. No, but yeah. Charles Robinson, but he was the SmackDown referee, so I guess Kyoto was the head ref on Raw. Yeah, I I think Nick Patrick was still around too on SmackDown. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I thought he was gone by this point. Maybe I don't know. I don't recall seeing him. I mean, to be fair, yeah. we only had two SmackDown matches, so it was kind of it was yeah. tough to to keep track. Mm-hmm. But here we have uh, the great Kali. Uh, you know, um, why don't we get our uh, plugs out of the way, uh, Steve? Here, I've seen the makes his. Uh, entrance here yeah sure so you can usually um find me over on the ptp pop experience i have uh, a couple shows there the uh pop goes the classics uh mickey mount rushmore and the video jukebox song of the day uh i also kind of moonlight here and there on other shows i've been on a couple of episodes of uh Cronoso recently over on the North South Connection, so be sure to check that out. And also, speaking of Cronoso, um, if you have not checked out their YouTube channel yet, please do so, and please um, subscribe and leave uh, comments and uh, and likes for their for their for those uh, videos. Uh, those guys do a really good job. Um, you, they got you know some of the podcasts that you're used to in uh, in video form and a couple of like other potpourri stuff. So please be sure to give those guys um, some love as well. And also, uh, you can find me on the PTB Facebook group. Uh, lots of good stuff over there, including our uh, tournaments where we are determining the greatest song of the 2000s. Uh, we just started the first round this week, so uh, the playing round is over. We are now down to our 512 and uh, got some big matchups coming uh, down the pike just in the first round alone. So be sure to get, in, uh, get involved with that. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for those uh, Pulsa Open uh, every day uh, from now on. You know, now we're at the play-in tournament. Uh, you know, now we're inside the round. It's like, oh, here we go, you know, every time. Um, as for me, um, you know, besides this podcast on uh, the Place to Nation Wrestling feed, you can also check me out on uh, Nation Invasion, where I just had uh, you on, Steve. As we covered that infamous Buff Bagwell Booker T uh, main event match for the WCW title in Tacoma, Washington. And as Vince McMahon is still uh, trying to, you know, show love and support for both Stone Cold and Kurt Angle, but he also gets coughed his pants down by uh, Linda as well and Tori Wilson. Uh, so that's all going on. And then um, also um, dropping soon, uh, you can find me on JT and Ryan's Excellent Adventure on uh, No So. And that's also a YouTube show. Um, where we talk about the first episode of Confidential as well. And uh, so uh, I got a lot of stuff uh, coming out, too. I'm going to take 
the month of August off and uh, come back in September with uh, my with uh, my guest uh, Jennifer Smith as we covered the July 9th and July 9th Raw in 2001 on Invasion and the uh, July 12th uh, SmackDown there as well. So one month off and uh, we'll come back uh, in September there, you know, when school starts again. <laughs> you know, everything goes better in the fall. Yeah, of course, Jenny would be on the uh, be on the episode where uh, where ECW gets gets uh, injected into the invasion. So. <laughs> I was saving that one for her. Okay, I'm being a hog. I'm saving it. I saved it for her personally. Yep, you're welcome, Jenny. <laughs> Here we have great colleague just dominating. Every time John Cena comes out, you know, he always like just. Like, he is the ring general. He comes out with that, like, camouflage hat. It's like, I'm going to war again. Mm-hmm. This time he's bigger. Gosh, Kali looks gigantic here. If it wasn't just for that, like, liver, liver enzymes thing at the uh, Great American Bash last year, I think they would have had something good with Kali, but... I just think that he could not be trusted. What do you think, Steve? I mean, the guy's, like, you know, just so limited with what he can do. I mean, he yeah, obviously he's physically impressive and, you know, he makes his moves look dominant because he is so big. But, I, yeah, I mean, you think about it, you know, one year ago when he debuted, he, you know, in essence, squashed The Undertaker at Judgment Day. Um then, like you said, he was supposed to have the match at Great American Bash with Taker. They were the Punjabi prison, um, but then he got. Um, but like you said, then it was the the whole liver enzyme thing, and then I think they were supposed to have a match at SummerSlam, um, yeah. but it got moved to SmackDown, and it was um, and it was the last man standing match. And then I think Kali got taken off TV for a little bit, and then he and Davari showed up on ECW randomly, randomly. Yeah. Gosh, I think they had to like go back and give like Kali, uh, the more Kali training. So like, just feed him the Tommy Dreamer for a month, and he'll be back. <laughs> Here we have uh, Kali just going dominating work. You know, every time Cena tries to make come back, let's see what Cena. Oh, <laughs> did he just hit a spin kick? He just hit a spin wide <laughs> out of nowhere. It's like, did you see that? <laughs> Oh my goodness. I don't even know if that connected, but it looked good. <laughs> like Cena looks like that kid, like, you know, who just gets picked up. It's like, oh no, here we go. I did it again, you know. That cannot be good for a big man to be falling like that. Chief is giant down, John. Oh, looks like he's going up, but oh, holy <laughs> Wow, a knockout shop. Imagine if um, they did the knockout shop instead of giving the big show the knockout punch. Right. 
Did you just tap Dusty Rhodes? Like, yep. <laughs> Ooh. JBL and uh, Michael Cole like stand there in awe. Oh. Now Cena's trying to make another comeback, and oh, we got the big boo, it looks like. Head first into the table. And it was kind of a shrewd move to have him feud with Cena feud with Kali because it's one of the few times where Cena's not going to get a, a split reaction. Everyone's going to going to be on his side. Yeah, now uh, you see uh, Cena over here uh, blocking the shot, but Kali just tosses him over. And right they're over just hurting the, they're hurting the fans, too, you know? <laughs> they're all putting at the fans, throwing, their, throwing the superstars into fans. I think that guy has a Pabst Blue Ribbon uh, shirt on. <laughs> Saw a few uh, few DX shirts in the crowd. Yeah. Ooh, it goes into like the sound lighting system. It looks like or the where like, the production is. Mm-hmm. I think Cena looks like he's going for like a Ooh. monitor. Oh, he hits him with the monitor. If this was uh, if this was 2019, that area would be where all like the uh, the different language uh, announce tables would be. <laughs> yep. Oh, is he going for it? He is. Nope. It's not. He's not incapacitated enough. Cena, come on. The comment the fu here still. What what was it? The 08 or 09 when they called the attitude adjustment. Yeah, I think by 08 is when they they changed it. Yeah, can't have language. Now we got to go double A attitude adjustments. All these like early laptops. Yeah, which which is funny because I remember when I was watching. Uh, I think it was like 90, 91 WCW. Whenever Lex Luger would do the pile driver as his finisher, they called it the attitude adjustment. <laughs> wow. Like imagine being like a lady. It's like that's a big guy, and oh, <laughs> see some like these security guys are like, "Come on, man, just pass me. I can't hold this crowd." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, rem- I remember when uh, when we went to uh, went to SummerSlam here in Vegas, and uh, I think the one day we went to the Superstore was when they were doing some uh, like the Superstar meets, and I think I saw AJ and uh, Omas there, and it's like, oh yeah. Omas, I mean, Omas is just you know such a you know it's a, such a like, a lot bigger than you think he, than you, than he Oh, here we TV. go. Yep, yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 22. I think I was there when uh, McIntyre was actually uh, 
doing like the um you know the talk on the like uh, the platform see to using that rover camera oh is Cena is uh Kali now incapacitated see the uh the f u here got him up and nope still not down yet they're over by the uh crane Kelly's like yeah the fans want me man (laughs) point up like they really care about you oh boy oh oh You see a car there. You see this uh, crane operation. It's like, look at all the, uh, you know, like the barbed wire and stuff. You know, they could have used that sort of stuff and things. Maybe uh, Lashley and uh, McMahon could have fought over there. Well, the I would not want to be one of those fans that have like those seats that are like with the crane blocking them. Yeah, oh jeez. Oh, he's got him <laughs> Oh, here we go. F you oh, to My gosh. He succeeded that time. Let's see what happens to him. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. See if Cena can uh, Nope, Lakali's moving now. Oh, well, so got him. him. Kick out. One. Two. Got him. What? Oh. I think that was too early, you know? I thought this was like when you threw him into like the fire. I mean like the uh, the light thing. Think of another pay-per-view I know, but I thought this was like one of those... uh, Interesting finish. Now, one FU, and he's down for the count. Hmm. Well, to be fair, it was the FU off that crane, so he got, yeah. you know, Kali took a bigger fall than, norm- than he normally would have. Yep. Um, give me two and three quarters. Yeah, two and three quarters sounds about right. Um, fine, fine for what it was. Another yep. kind of... You know, Cena again. You know, survived the match and proved that he could pin him. So I mean, they, I mean, they pretty much said that was uh, Kali's first pinfall loss. So, oh yeah. So uh, you know, yep. As uh, Cena uh, celebrates uh, another, uh, you know, as I said, big match, John, and uh, he took down another big opponent here. Here we go. So. Looks like he was trying to get the FU, but I couldn't get it there, as we see. He tried three attempts, one where it was he couldn't get it at all. Then he gets a mob with Kali Catters. Now here it comes. It's like, oh, crap. And now he goes back into the ring and he celebrates.
but we'll see uh, how everyone pans out uh, as the uh, upcoming, uh, you know, Raws and ECWs uh, come with the draft here. Mm-hmm. We'll see who but, gets uh, uh, who gets moved around to what brand. Yeah, and uh, we'll see where the who's Lashley's uh, first opponent for um, as the new champion comes. Well, that's going to do it uh, for us here uh, as uh, One Night Stand 07 closes. He's Steve Riddle. I'm James Gruberg, and we will see you next time as we uh, go back to our regular scheduled programming of uh, ECW on Sci-Fi. Stay extreme, everyone. <laughs>